Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Shine, folks, welcome back. Hour number three of X's and Bros here on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kane, Brian Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. I believe, uh, Dan, are we good to go over there? Yes, indeed. He's alive and kicking. My buddy Joe, find him on Twitter at Joe Kinsey EXP. Find his work, Outkick the Coverage, Outkick.com. The morning screen caps. Joe, my friend, how are you, partner? What's going on, Bellino? It's nice to be back. You haven't uh, contacted me in like six weeks, so it's good to be back. That's a total lie. Didn't we talk after the Super Bowl? Uh, maybe once. Yeah, maybe once. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I kept forgetting. And then I thought about breakfast, and I was like, wait a minute. Where's Joe been? And I was like, all right, I'll I'll uh, I'll shoot him a text, see what he's got going on now that MLB's lockout is officially over. Oh, what a day. One of the biggest insiders in the sport, Jeff Passan. Capital J getting hacked by an NFT company, a wild 24 hours in the sport. But, you know, you know this whole uh, lockout thing, all it's really going to cost us is a couple of weeks where it's going to snow in the northern cities. Uh, you know, I, I'm feeling like this wasn't that big of a deal. Lock them out, get a couple weeks of spring training, give the old people something to watch down in Florida. The old white hairs down there, they need a little baseball. They don't have enough action. And then uh, bring the boys north, right? I, I mean, I would assume. I, I, I Look, I'm a firm believer that anybody played in Northern City should spend the first few weeks on the road anyways. Go south, play baseball in baseball weather, although it would rob us of a great moment like last year when Miguel Cabrera hit that home run in the snow at Comerica. That was great. But all in all, we need to see baseball played in baseball weather, and that's, you know, above 50 degrees. So I'm I'm right there with you. Go down there, play some ball, and then we'll come back up north when the uh, when the when the time comes. What's been on the docket for you this week? I know that we have the uh, Mid American Conference Tournament, Big Ten Tournament taking center stage. My Michigan Wolverines getting bounced. The Toledo Rockets were on the ropes yesterday. Very active day in the world of college hoops. Well, Bellino, listen, it is March Madness. I don't know how the listeners there are. I know that was a tough loss by Michigan. Are they in? Are they out? I think they're out, right? 
they're out? Uh, I think they're in, but if they were out, it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. So, you know, I mean, it's that time to crank it up. You know, I'm getting a mini basketball hoop out for the kids. I'm going to put the brackets on the back of the door going down into the man cave. You know, I need people to get energized this time of year. You know, no, get rid of the negative energy. Let's get behind some of the small teams out there. Let's get behind a right state. Let's get behind, well, that Bellarmine, they're out. You know, they can't even play in the NCAA tournament. But let's get behind some of these smaller teams. Quit complaining. Get on board. Get your mini basketball hoops out. Get the brackets up on the, on the wall. Let's have some fun, Bellino. That's the focus this week. Let's get back to having fun. The pandemic's over. I know there's the holdouts that can't let it be over. The pandemic's over. Let's get rolling here. Get some happiness in your life. Get the brackets out, people. Best meme that I've seen is uh, we're going to, speaking of the uh, the pandemic and, and some of the current crises we face, it was a picture of a, a boat on a dock, and it's like, and it said, we're going to find out who's really rich this summer. And I was like, yeah, how are you, gonna, how are you supposed to fuel up your boat right now? What are the prices? Have you had any people call in with prices? No, not yet. I can't imagine any boat speed in the water, but I know that if you own a boat right now, you got to be sick to your stomach because it's usually like five bucks a gallon more anyways to begin with. Yeah, correct. But, you know, you have listeners all across the United States. Somebody out there has to have a boat that can give you a full report. Listen, I'm going to call my dad. I'm going to get a full report on uh, boat, uh, the gas prices down in Marco Island. It can't be cheap. And uh, listen, we are going to find out. We're also going to find out who's rich and can, uh, you know, drive cross country for like travel baseball, travel football practices, that kind of thing. Uh, definitely have my eye on that. And uh, you know, we're going to see. We're going to see who can uh, pay the gas prices in uh, golf carts as well. You mentioned travel ball, and I saw this in your morning screen caps where you know individuals were talking about travel baseball and some folks down in the south uh where it's where it's basically year round what seems to be like the average cost that you've heard for what it's uh what these parents are paying uh, for their kid for their kids to travel around and play baseball 12 months a year well here's where i think i'm gonna go with the six month a year to start and i'm gonna say that it's about five thousand dollars before you start figuring in all the uh all the extras all the food all the booze for dad, all the hard seltzers for mom. You know, you're talking 5000 just to get the kid into the sport, get the tournaments paid for. I don't know this for sure, but I'm seeing you know, a lot of mentions about 4500 5000 You start talking about these teams down in, like, Texas and stuff, Texas, Georgia, Florida. Boy, no, these guys are telling me that they're playing 10 months out of the year. They may take a month off to let the families travel a little bit. But – I gotta imagine you're talking ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars a year just to have little, little, uh, little Braxton play some uh, travel ball. <laughs> little Braxton—that's the name. Well, bracketology, brackets, Braxton—that uh, makes sense. What else seems to be the hot topics uh, right now on the uh, on the morning screen caps for our listeners? If you're not uh, if you're not reading them, I don't know what you're doing. Find Joe on Twitter at Joe Kinsey EXP. It's quite the. Uh, Quite the community you have uh, you have brewing there on screen caps. But you know we have a couple of uh, we have a couple of news nuggets from the ladies out there. We have uh, Paige Van Zant, the old UFC fighter. Oh yeah, she went to go ahead. I just said, oh yeah, I remember her. Yeah, she went to fight bare knuckle. Uh, she was doing bare knuckle fighting where she was getting pummeled in the face with bare knuckles, and uh, they threw her like a million dollars. She decided that was. Uh, 
still, after about three fights, she's had enough of that. She is now moving on to AEW Wrestling. Uh, that is big news across the United States because, you know, we wrestling, WWE, they're, uh, all of a sudden they have a competitor, AEW. So she's done getting hit in the face. We have uh, Instagram golf model Paige Spiranak. Is that how you say her name? Yeah, sure. She revealed this week she's single, Bolino. Guys, get your DMs fired up. Uh, slide on into these ladies. Uh, uh, you know, send your sh- shoot or shoot, Bolino. You know that. You're a big DM guy. <laughs> Shooters. I'm actually in your DMs right now. I got a, I got a gift uh, for you waiting there from a, from a hockey goaltender. So uh, yeah. you'll, you'll enjoy that whenever you open up your, uh, your Instagram uh, DM. Yep. So you got Paige. Uh, Paige Sprenick is, is, is single. Is she ever going to play professional golf? Like, what exactly does she do? Do we know? Well, these are golf models. You know this. These are the pro-am girls, the the pro-am ladies, I should say. They get hired in as the pro-am talent to keep the rich guys entertained for a round of golf. You know, they're the ringers. They bring in – there's like an underground union of Instagram models who get invited (laughs) to all the big pro-ams around the country, and that's what she did. She – Hey, you make more golf. You make more money, not being a professional golfer and being an Instagram model, than you would as a professional golfer having to like play all these tournaments. It's a brilliant idea. Listen, I don't. What are the I odds you not- get her to the Putin Bay two cl- two club scramble? Have you have you have you pitched that idea to her yet? Uh, we do need to find an Instagram model that would be willing to uh, play with these guys. You know, I don't know. They're kind of creepy dudes, but uh, we'll find one. All right, that's gonna be our that's gonna be our task. Who's gonna be our All right, our I have to kids in school, Polino. See ya. All right, man, take it easy. There you go. So, my buddy Joe, how are we gonna get uh, uh, Instagram model to the Putin Bay Two Club Invitational? By the way, coming this summer. So, if you have a uh, if you have a partner and you've never been to the island, the illustrious uh, Putin Bay Country Club Royal Dunes. Hey, we course. do have mutual friends with uh, one of those IG models, so maybe we can make it happen. Who do? Who do we do? I Who's do. we? You, do. you speak French? We. Who's our mutual friend? I, I mean, not not with Paige, but with with one of them. Really? I'm not going to reveal. Well, why not? Let's get the hype machine going. They got to let me know so I can I can reach out and contact via email, not DM. Let's make it official. Get them out there. Put in Bay. You and a friend. Only you only get two clubs. Best scramble of your life. I guarantee it. We'll step aside. We're back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here for the Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids. They're world-renowned for their cancer and Parkinson's research. And the Van Andel Institute's Purple Community is an extension to every community in Michigan and across America to raise awareness and money to help cancer and Parkinson's research. If you'd like to put together a Purple Community event where you live or where you work, go to purplecommunity.vai.org. My mom's implants after breast cancer made her sicker than chemotherapy. Breast implants permanently disabled my daughter. I breastfed with implants. It made my baby sick. Breast implants caused my wife's cancer. My friend died because of her implants. Turns out they were recalled. You probably know someone who was harmed by breast implants. For more information about this public service announcement, please visit www.dangerousimplants.com. 
Imagine this. A day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. A place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined. It's Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for your local Meyer. Now everybody knows Meyer is connected to local teams, college teams, high schools, pros, and more throughout the state of Michigan. So what it means is when you're shopping at your local Meyer, you're basically shopping for your local community. And Meyer is proud to partner with Little Leagues, youth sports, high school sports, college sports, and pro sports throughout the state of Michigan. Remember, when you shop Meyer, you're shopping for your local community. That's 248-951-2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and A.B. Welcome back here. Hour 3 on this Friday. Boy, it feels like Friday today, too, doesn't it? I made it all the way here. Hey, uh, by the way, I wanted to uh, send condolences of the way to Paul W. Smith, the great voice of the Great Lakes, who lost his mother uh, in the last week. So, uh, to Paul W., his mother, Marie, Marie Smith, she is a, uh, she's a wonderful lady. Paul obviously being from Monroe, I am from Monroe. And so, uh, every time my mother calls me for whatever purpose to tell me about, uh, our, our program, I always refer to her, or refer to her as Marie in, in regards to, uh, Paul W.'s mom, because that's, uh, you know, Paul W.'s mom was always so, so very, very proud of him. And, she was always in the grocery store and just a uh, just a, a sweet lady and unfortunately she had passed away so condolences out to the uh, to the Smith family and to Paul W uh, as well as we move back into the into the sports realm i wanted to dive back into uh, the the baseball lockout being uh, ended finally the labor agreement uh, they they've got it down and here's what we know uh, coming up next opening day moves to april 7th a full 162 game schedule will, will be played and that seems to be one of the more important things is that now we don't have a shortened season where guys wouldn't be paid for those games so if they were only going to play 154 where the player is going to raise hell about not not getting eight game checks i don't know what you would do without eight paychecks for yourself but that could have made things a little murkier if you will uh, spring training opens up today, voluntary report date, and uh, the 13th. So Sunday will be the mandatory date. Spring training games start March 17th. Free agency began immediately once the uh, the CBA was ratified. The playoffs are expanding to 12 teams beginning the season. The National League has adopted a designated hitter for the season, and the uh, the the tax threshold, if you will, the competitive balance threshold. Expected to begin at $230 million and grow to $244. Uh, so when we look at uh, some of the, the most pivotal points, oh, we're also doing away. We're going back to regular extra inning ball games. Uh, no more ghost runner on second. 
Uh, so that is, um, you know, we have the potential for longer games now. I was a big fan of the runner on second because I kind of felt like that was a way just to make sure that the games ended on time. The last thing we want is an 18-inning regular season game in which teams are blowing through their entire relief staff uh, just to try to win one random game on a Tuesday night. You put the runner on second, and you shorten up the, uh, the, the odds of that game going in and burning up your entire bullpen and then scrambling for the rest of the week to figure out how you're going to, you know, manage your staff accordingly playoff teams being expanded going to 12 teams baseball was one of those special sports where with your three divisional winners and your one wild card it it was the most difficult playoff to get into right eight total teams out of 30 and then they moved they, they added the super wild card if you will the uh the second wild card and for the one game eliminator I don't know if I like that one-game eliminator because, you know, everybody's going to throw out their ace in that game, and if you advance, how does that make you have to manage your staff differently than for the next series? But it, is, it was kind of an interesting wrinkle. How do we feel collectively about the playoffs expanding to 12 teams? So your three divisional winners, and then I would assume your, your next three best records, your three wild cards. Do we like that? Do we not like that? I would assume we would get uh, buys for the first two, uh, the number one and number two overall uh, seeds in each league, and then yeah, four... if it creates an actual like series in the first round, then I'm for it. Because yeah, the one game wild. Do you need card... a minimum game series for this? Does it need to be a, a minimum of like three or should I, it be yeah, five I, or seven? I I don't three five seven. I don't care. The one game was I I thought it was stupid. Like to play 162 games for a one game playoff. Like I get if it was for the division. To get into the playoff, but as a true playoff, no. Like, no, you're a professional league. Like, you're not football. This is like baseball. Let's let's do a series. Okay. Like your whole season is series based, and then you're gonna kick off the playoffs with one game eliminator. Just didn't make sense. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Dan. <sighs> Oh boy! I don't know. That was I, a big exhale. I, I don't. I. I know we were all been haters of the, of like the expansion, but all all of the all of the one game playoffs have been insanely exciting. So I don't know if I. I know it stinks that you're gonna lose, you know, one game and you're out. But I, it's still so exciting. I mean, every, uh, you know, we don't complain about the tournament you know, that it's one game and you're out. Why should we complain about baseball? So I don't know. I will see. 12 is a lot, though. 12 is a lot. A lot. Um, it's three times as many as the college football playoff. And there are, what, four times as many, almost five times as many college football teams as there are baseball teams. So just, you know, for reference. And now you're starting to encroach in on that territory where, the wild card round of the NFL was, uh, you know, we had some clunkers, right? As Chris Castellani pointed out, now we're number two. Did the Philadelphia Eagles really belong? Did the Steelers really belong? You know, but it does make winning your, you know, being the number one overall seed in your conference and getting that by, it makes that a lot more uh, interesting, I guess, if you will. The wild card round after, or the divisional round after the wild card, right? And I mean, that was that was fantastic. I don't know what else we could have really wanted. Um, and then every game in the NFL playoffs became must-see TV after that. The NL is going to adopt the designated hitter. 
Uh, I've already kind of expressed my disgust uh, for this just because, uh, you know, my my self-serving. But I I don't know. I think that that if you're pitching, like I think pitchers should hit. I know that a lot of people don't like that idea. Um, You know, you're not paid to pitch. You know, quarterbacks aren't paid to tackle. But if called upon, they, they might have to tackle. Right. If called upon, they might have to run the football. Uh, they might have to, you know, run a, a, a QB sneak, right? Uh, so, you know, for me, pitchers hitting, and it does hold that there's a certain level of accountability as well uh, that needs to, like, I don't know how you hold the pitcher accountable for some of his actions now on the mound that now that he doesn't have to hit. And the fact that the leagues were a little bit imbalanced, uh, Ryan did like it. Uh, Chris said that, you know, it's kind of like playing with a nine-foot rim in the Western Conference in basketball or making the AFC's football field 110 yards, um, you know, in in length. It's kind of, it's it was interesting, but it was one of those things that made baseball different, right? It's like every ballpark having different dimensions. That's one of my biggest, like, I, I hate that. I know that baseball traditionalists love it, but how are we supposed to gauge, you know, if you play in a hitter's-friendly park, you know, if everybody played in Comerica Park, what would our home, number, uh, home run numbers look like? Is the fact that the park is built the way that it is, is that a detractor for potential free agents? I don't know. Uh, with the money being expected to grow from $230 million to $244 million, I honestly feel like you know taking baseball-related revenue and setting your salary cap accordingly, I think that's the best way to do it because you have a salary floor and then you have a salary seat like the cap, right? You have the floor and you have the ceiling. You have to spend at least this much. You can't spend more than this much, and I think that it makes – the GMs in the front office, you know, it makes that aspect of the game that much more challenging. And I think that they would do well with having having a salary cap floor. That way they knew that every team was spending money. One of those teams I'd like to see spend a little bit more would be the Detroit Tigers. And I had mentioned this when, you know, there was a report that, you know, Chris Illich didn't want to have to pay and have another big salary on the books. I know. I get it. I understand. And it's always easier to spend somebody else's money, right? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. But if you had the opportunity to add Carlos Correa, like what about going for it right now? Like aren't the young arms there? Like don't, like if you had Baez at second, 
Correa at short, Candy at third. Like you have one hell and, and scope there for you have one hell of an exciting infield right there. And you're real strong up the middle. Correa to Baez, that could be a lot of fun. You add in the hitting power there, and it's like, okay, you got something, you got something kind of brewing. At what point do you say go for it now? What what at what point do you go Denver Broncos? We're going for it now. Or LA Rams, we need this right now. When is the right time to make that call? Because if you got Javi on the discount, spend a little more, go a little bit more over the top and try to get Correa as well. We'll step aside. We'll come back, take a look at the weekend ahead, plus Michigan State. Uh, Spartans back in action today. We'll get into that next year on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. BetMGM welcomes hockey fans to the action with a special offer. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Sign up today and receive $100 in free bets when you place any $1 wager on a Detroit Red Wings game, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use my bonus code, SHEPBET100, when you make your first bet. Experience hockey like never before with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use my bonus code, SHEPBET100, to receive $100 in free bets when you place a $1 or more wager on any Red Wings game. It's only at BetMGM, the official partner of the NHL and the Detroit Red Wings. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Fish on! The Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids is back March 10th through 13th. Over four football fields of fishing tackle, fishing boats, fishing trips, and hunting gear, all inside the boss place. Shop two acres of the newest tackle from Michigan dealers who know Michigan waters and game fish. With traveling specialty base only available here once a year. Book the trip of a lifetime at lodges, fly-ins, charters, and resorts. Meet the guys and lodge owners at the show. It's a fishing boat supermarket. It's the best boat prices of the year from dealers who specialize in bringing them right. Free fishing and hunting seminars from the pros and guides on five stages. See Lake Ultimate with fast boats floating right on the lake. Plus rock climbing, trout pond for the kids and the lumberjacks are back. See them climbing, chopping, and log rolling on Lake Ultimate. It's all at the Ultimate Sports Show this Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place. Open Thursday 1 till 9, Friday 11 till 9, Saturday 10 to 8, and Sunday 10 to 5. For complete details, go to UltimateSportsShow.com. and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kalen, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, we appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning all across the great state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, 
We say good morning to you. We welcome you. Thank you. Appreciate you. And, of course, encourage you to join the program at any time. Is David Hudsonville still there? He is. All right, let's get to David Hudsonville. Join us on the Meyer Supercenter guest line, 248-951-2176, 248-951-2176. Dave, good morning to you, my friend. How are you, partner? Hey, Anthony. How are you, man? Happy. Uh, after yesterday, not well. I'm not well. Yeah, I had nice well, plans. I, I was going to have brunch, things. and I was going to watch uh, yeah. Michigan. I had this big spread. We had waffles and eggs and fruit. Oh, it was fabulous. Mimosas, the whole deal. And then I just threw everything out by about 12.45. I said, I can't even eat this anymore. So I got a couple things for you. First of all, I have a Michigan basketball take and then some baseball stuff for you. This is just some observations on Michigan. I'm not saying this is true. But I wonder if Phil Martelli is going to stay after the season. And I'll be interested because yesterday it seemed like Juwan Howard did the opposite of everything Phil Martelli did the last four or five games. And when you look at that, I just really think that, you know, not playing Kobe Buffkin at all, hardly playing Williams, who had five or six threes before, it was obvious his whole substitution pattern was completely different. And I thought it was just strange and odd and almost one of those situations where, like Juwan was saying, I'm going to do this my way. I don't care what you did the last few games. I'm not saying that's true. But I'm just saying it's interesting, and it'll, it'll be interesting to see if Martelli stays. So, yeah, substitution-wise, I mean, it was Terrence played nine minutes, Brandon Johns played thirteen, Frankie Collins played seven. Uh, as you mentioned, yeah, but I mean, you look. I think no, Indiana, no young Kobe. Indiana had seventy-two bench minutes. I mean, Buffkin not playing a minute, and Terrence Williams had been playing really well. I mean, he was a significant outside shooting threat the last few games, didn't you think? First team all glue. I love Terrence Williams. I think that I know, and I just, even if he's not scoring, thought, he defends and plays hard, and I, I like that in a guy. Yeah. And I also think, though, that one of the toughest jobs for a head coach is substituting. Yes. You know, same thing for Rizzo. And sometimes they allow their assistants with enough trust to be able to recommend substitutions, but that's one of those unique things. But Michigan's substitution pattern was completely different. And then just a few things about baseball. You know, the, the Pacific Coast League used to do this, when it comes to, uh, I'd be for two halves of a season, almost like going back to school with two semesters. Let's take a first half winner, and then let's have a trade deadline before that first half or near the end, and then let's have a second half. That way you renew interest for all teams again, and you put it together as opposed to waiting for the whole season. Too many things can happen over the course of a season. I'd be for that because I think it would uh, set the table again and how have people shoot for an 82-game opportunity and then for the second half. And then also for you, you can't be in favor of the same park dimensions if you don't want consistency with the DH. You're in direct conflict with your with your own thinking, Anthony. Oh no, I don't want any DH at all, American or National League. I want yeah, pitchers but the other to thing hit too. If, uh, if but you you say that pitchers need to hit. If pitchers need to hit, they're getting pulled. They're never going to hit. When there's a hitting situation, they're going to get pulled. And I think the other thing is, you know, and I do think what will be interesting this year is. Usually the DH hits in the middle of the lineup. The DH is one of the best hitters. So National League, you only get 27 outs. National League pitchers are not going to be happy because now they're going to have to face an outstanding hitter, like a guy like Kyle Schwarber or Nelson Cruz or yep. Miggy at the end of his career. And so it's, it's going to put in a great hitter that drops that into the game. But at the end of the day, National League pitchers don't hit. They only hit until it doesn't matter. And then as soon as it matters, they get pulled. And so, uh, and I, but I also think it's going to impact ERAs. I think it's going to impact a few of the things that go on, but it should be consistent. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be different. 
Yeah, it is a, it's one of the interesting wrinkles of baseball, right? The fact that we'd have two leagues that uh, played by, that's a drastically different rule because you look at a guy, we got a text in talking about like uh, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, who go to the Hall of Fame uh, because of the way he was able to hit the ball. But, you know, what did he really do in the field? Uh, it said, meanwhile, oh, Whitaker getting can. screwed. What do you think about what do you think about the two halves, and then have a first half playoff come into a second half playoff? Oh, I I don't know. I see the thing about it is, and, and we, you know, they do, they do this. Nobody ever does this with hockey. I don't know why, but we do this with basketball all the time. You know, they're talking about putting in like a mid season, mid season tournament. I just don't like the idea because I think it changes everything. I think it. I think that that's a a reboot of the sport, and it changes too much of uh, the history of the game. And I, I feel kind of like an old fogey I mean, talking like that. But, but I mean, even though how many times though have you been caught with a team and your team has no interest because they're behind and they can't catch up? Uh, yeah, know? I mean that's uh, that, that that is all based upon I, whether you like like rooting for the team or not. Like I, I look at the. Well, I understand, but I mean when you when you talk about younger people. I mean, I'm, I'm older. I love baseball. But when you talk about younger people and their teams don't have a chance, maybe betting is going to bring some of that back for people, you know, being able to bet on games no matter what. But when it comes to just losing interest and losing gate, I think it'd just be an interesting thing to think about when you had a chance to reset and say, hey, now we got a chance. We've had some injuries or we can make a trade or two. And we get a chance to run now for the second half or for, you know, breaking it down to get another opportunity. So would you have two World Series winners? No, I would take – I would take the first-half champion, and then I'd put them in the playoff with the second-half champion. I'd set it up where you'd still maybe take 12 teams, but you'd say we're going to take a first-half winner, and then we're going to take the second-half winners. We'll play those off, then we'll play them off and work towards the World Series. Yeah, so like a bowling or a golf league, they do they would do that. They have a first-half exactly. champ and a second-half champ. Exactly. I, I, I like that. would be very fun. It's it doesn't change the World Series at all. It just changes the fact that you've got an opportunity to say, hey, you know what, we, we've got more interest. We had a good run or teams that deal with injuries or other things that go on. Or imagine what you could do with trades. You know, it, 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 near the end of the first half, you could have a trade deadline, and then you'd run a trade deadline before the end of the second half for the other side to go time. Wow, two deadlines, too. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot. Uh, I was not expecting that at, at all for my brain to, to be able to process. I guess I'd have to see. I'd well, have to you're see, Michigan, man. I'll work on that. Yeah, I'd have no, to see a, exactly how how that first half winner, where they get seated, because if they don't perform in the second half, that you know, can you reward them with a playoff spot in the second half well, only because be they won the first? first half, it would be based on your first half record. Huh. It's just like it would be based on your second half record. You'd be seated based on those records into the first round of the playoffs. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, it definitely would spice things up because when you have that first half, like the first portion of the season after opening day, you know how people kind of just disappear for a month. Uh, after that opening day, that opening series, there would be like everybody's at the ballpark for the opening day and then nobody's there for the next three series. It definitely would make things uh, would dial up interest a little bit. And maybe well, the break thought, would be the all-star break. Two. 
yeah, if we thought about an 81-game season, an 81-game season that then meshes together to put together, I think it'd just really be interesting, and I think people would, uh, I think people would enjoy it because basically baseball has to find a way to continue to capture younger people's interest, and they have to find a way to make it interesting and spice it up if they want to look towards the future. And that way, you would not have to change the crux of the game. You wouldn't be significantly changing the game. You'd just be changing how you look at the game when it comes to, you know, saying we're going to take this and play this off this way. And would you put the all-star break then at the at the division of the two seasons? Yeah, that would be a great idea. I huh. think it would be. All right, Kamish, Dave in Hudsonville. <laughs> Trying to spice it up a little bit. I don't like, look. I'm all for the I, – what I like about, and I talk about this all the time, football has urgency. Right right now we're starting to see a little bit of urgency in pro basketball. The urgency is there because of the conference tournaments in college basketball. Hockey, we're getting to that point, uh, you know, kind of as well. But at the end of the year, the, the playoff race, that's what makes things really exciting. And, and people forget that all of those games in April, all those games in May, they really do matter. They do. They right. just get lost in the shuffle of the fact that, oh, this season's – 162 games. So if you if you were to split it up into two 81 game seasons, you're starting to look at game, you know, game 40 looks a whole hell of a lot different. Yeah. And even if you're a young team who's trying to catch fire or a veteran team or you deal with some injuries or some other situations, you have a chance to be able to, you know, go back and, and, and not play the marathon. You know, you're looking at kind of running two things and resetting and being able to do things. And uh, I just think I, I think it would be a welcome. Uh, I think people would enjoy it, and I think players would enjoy it too. I think it would. I think it would motivate players. I think it would motivate managers. I think it would bring more people to the ballparks. Variety of things. No doubt. No doubt. I like that, Dave. I like that. You might have you might have talked me into that, Dave and Hudsonville. Appreciate the call this morning. All right. Well thought out, time. and I like the point on. Uh, on Michigan basketball as well. Um, I think so they I did the quick math on the substitutions that Dave was bringing up. Mm-hmm. So Terrence Williams, nine minutes yesterday um, with Phil Martelli as the head coach. He was averaging about 16 minutes a game, but a little spread. OSU played 25. MSU played 22 minutes. Illinois only played four minutes. So the minutes were a little sporadic. Sporadic. Frankie Collins played seven minutes yesterday. That's about what he's been at average. It's Kobe Bufkin not playing at all yesterday when he'd averaged about eight minutes a game with Martelli. Again, it's kind of throughout the Rutgers games because it was out of – that was the first suspended game. No Terrence Williams, no Musa. So it was kind of everyone was playing a lot. And then Brandon Johns playing 13 minutes yesterday when he averaged been averaging about seven minutes a game. Yeah, the uh, the decline of Brandon Johns Jr. this season. I was really hoping to see him take the next step after you know his filling in for Isaiah Livers and what he was able to do in the tournament last year. It really looked like he was going to come on strong and have a really nice year. And they added Musa Diabate, and you know Johns just struggled. Uh, I, I feel bad because you know it feels like the young man lost an entire season. Um, but game management is the hardest part about coaching, without without a doubt. Um, there is just something about it because when you are when you're actually doing the job, like when we all sit at home and we're barking about timeouts, right? And it happens every football season. How oh, do you not call timeout? Like you got a million things going on, right? And you have to have a really good you know offensive and defensive staff there in in football. So I'll, I'll go back to basketball because that's what I'm more familiar with. When you get caught up in the in the moment. 
right? You're you're only worried about the the five guys on the floor. You're trying to make sure that they find themselves in a rhythm. Are they getting there? Do you do you feel? Do you see that? Hey, one more possession. Like this guy knocks down a shot. This this could be our chance. And that's when you forget about your subs, right? That's why guys are constantly checking how many timeouts do we have left. They're constantly coming to the scores table because you're trying to manage all of these different things. Unless you have it scripted out, you know, ahead of time where you feel like, hey, in this range, we want to give, you know, LeBron James was notorious for this, right? LeBron, notorious, his substitution pattern was always the same. He was going to come out at the end of the first quarter, uh, play a majority of the second quarter because then he'd have halftime for the break, um, you know, play in, in, in for a guy that was going to average like 38 minutes a game. It's like you knew exactly when he was coming out of the game, exactly when. Um, well, that's the funny thing about Michigan State fans is that they get upset with Tom Izzo because his substitutions are too scheduled. It's like you can – they're too on on point where it's like, okay, it's 16.30. That's going to be the first substitutions. doesn't matter if a guy's hot or not. It's like right before those media timeouts, he's substituting. He's not riding a hot hand. Yeah, so if a guy gets hot and you do have in your plan, do you, do you change the, your actual rotation of what you have on the floor? Because let's say your your power forward, for example, he's feeling it, right? He's dominating the post. He's hitting, you know, the baseline jumpers in the short corner. He's got some elbow action. Pick and pop game is good. And you were going to substitute for him early, but this guy's got six points in the opening four minutes, and you're like, yeah, no, he's three for three from the floor. He's doing great things. He's rebounded well. He's playing good defense. We got to keep him out there. We were going to sub for him. Do we sub for our center instead? Do we sub for our small forward instead? Like, how do you change that sort of dynamic, right? And obviously, coaching at the youth level, you got to get everybody in the game. Everybody's got to appear in two quarters, and it's like, dude, how can we not? Like, how do we? How do we do this? At what point is the game in a good situation where we could put some other kids in there with two left hands and two left feet and they're not left-handed or left-footed and get them out there with some of the other guys, you know, so they're not stuck out there on an island, right? You, your goal is to put them in a position to be successful. Don't sub in the third team. You know, the, don't, don't rotate fives, the bad mix, unless your fives are actually mixed together to where you have quality players that would be, you know, the, your first team guys. Uh, on your third team, but I can't imagine that would happen. So you f- you filter those kids in little by little. Don't rotate fives. Never do line changes in youth sports. It's terrible. Sends the wrong message, yada, yada, yada. At this level, substitution patterns, how many minutes you want allocated uh, for each guy, it, it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's one of those things that, I mean, Dave raises a good point. Uh, I didn't I didn't like I and, and the fact of the matter is you blew a 17-point lead. Like that's a that's a just an absolutely god awful atrocious loss, and there's really not a whole lot we can do about it. You know, when do you call your timeouts? How do you stop runs? Uh, you know, some some coaches believe that calling a timeout is actually counterproductive because they feel like it gives the other team uh, more juice. I I'm firmly against that. I think that you know if another team's going on a run against you, call the timeout as quickly as possible. You know, stop that as quickly as possible. Reset. Maybe it's a change of personnel. You know, I don't, I don't know. That's just one of the more disappointing losses uh, and a very disappointing season. It's uh, the best way to put it. Will they get into the tournament? They're on the outside looking in. I'd say they're in their final, you know, eight to ten teams up for consideration. But you blow a 17-point second-half lead. I, I, All right. Uh, tonight, today, Big Ted tournament, day number three, Indiana. They beat Michigan. They play Illinois today at 1130. Kind of rooting for the fighting Illini here with Curbelo 
Uh, that's my guy in Trent Frazier. I enjoy watching them play. I'll enjoy that one. Uh, followed by number 24, Iowa, against Rutgers. And then the big one, Michigan State taking on number 12, Wisconsin. Massive game. on All these games on BTN. The nightcap tonight, number nine in the country, Purdue, against Penn State. Can Michigan State pull off the upset of the second-seeded Wisconsin Badgers? Yeah, as Michigan as a Michigan fan, who are you rooting for, Wisconsin or Michigan State? Oh, see, but I see things differently than most. I, 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 I will, you know, I know that Michigan fans are going to hate me for this, but I'll always pull uh, for for Michigan State. Well, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah, Michigan it, fans, because of this season, might be like, all right, we kind of want MSU to win this one just because it's Wisconsin. Yeah, and, and I, I would agree that, yeah, if Michigan State beats Wisconsin, that's fine. If Michigan State wins the Big Ten tournament, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't negatively impact my life at all. In fact, it only helps my life because we're all over the state of Michigan. We have a lot of Michigan State listeners, people that wear green and white, and I want to be able to give them their uh, their respect and their due time as well. Uh, our show dynamic, you know, with Dan just being, you know, Switzerland over there and the two of us on the Michigan-Michigan State. Hey, whichever team makes it, if they both make it, Switzerland poke the bear across the entire world when he gets bored? Um, he's very, he's very active. Does. He's very active, Switzerland. I, <laughs> That's what he is. He's a very – he just wants to – He takes ricochet shot after another against both our programs. He's that guy that just, like, in the fight, just kind of sneaks out, like, trips somebody. Just like a – just looking for somebody to swing on. Uh, today in the Mid-American Conference, CBS Sports Network has these games. Akron against Toledo at 5, followed up by Ohio at Kent State at 7.30. All these games being played at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland. Folks, conference tournaments are here. You love it. I love it. Ryan loves it. Dan loves it. Sort of maybe kind of doesn't really pick a college team. Either way, you pick a college team to win a game, you could be a big winner too using the promo code HUGE only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Here's the deal. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code HUGE and new customers can bet $5 on any team to win their game today and get $200 in free bets. It's that simple. When you When they win, you win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Promo code HUGE. Bet 5 to win $200. In free bets with the promo code HUGE this weekend at the DraftKings Sportsbook. For Dan and Ryan, I'm Anthony saying so long. We'll see you Monday, same time, same place, right here on Nexus and Bros of the Michigan Sports Network. Enjoy conference tournament weekend. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.